This is On The Left Side, the funny football show. Let's start with Arsenal, shall we? Always a good place to start if you're looking for a slice of the ridiculous. And an even better place to start is Arsenal Fan TV. Or should I say AFTV? Because Arsenal have banned Arsenal Fan TV from using the word Arsenal. What a bunch of Arsenals. Arsenal Fan TV have been forced into changing their name after a cease and desist letter from the Emirates claimed they had unauthorised use of the word Arsenal and the channel should change its name to protect the Arsenal brand. Which is a fair point because they are the number one fan channel and not the fourth placed fan channel. That's not on brand at all. It is a shame they've picked AFTV as their rebranded name though as Arse Fan TV would have been much easier and a whole lot more appropriate. I mean, what could it possibly be about Arsenal fan TV that Arsenal didn't want to be associated with? Same old Arsenal, different season, isn't it? I wish we fucking bought it all. I wish we fucking spent fucking 200 million. But you don't, we think, you don't think he spent We've enough money? we fucking Granite Xhaka and Aaron Ramsey. It was about as useful as Gordon Ramsey. Oh, yeah. It's all that stuff, isn't it? New manager, new era, same old rage. And the same old Arsenal at times as well. Emery may have sent his troops out to play attractive football against champions Man City, but at times it looked like a game of FIFA where someone had switched it back to classic controls and every time you try and shoot, you just pass it to the opposition. Peter Cech even almost passed the ball back into his own net after a drastic miscue, which prompted Bayer Leverkusen to tweet a picture to Arsenal of their ex and Arsenal's new goalkeeper, Bernard Lino, with the caption, We might know a guy. Uh, uh, uh. That is great banter. Although banter that Cech didn't take too well because he responded by tweeting, At Arsenal we share important values. Fair competition, professionalism and sportsmanship are the biggest ones you teach young footballers. And it's sad to see when other clubs don't share the same values. Alright mate, we've all had a drink, calm down. Note to self, don't put cling film over Petacek's toilet next April Fool's Day. Light-hearted banter aside, what did a proper football man make of Arsenal trying to play attractive football? Former Arsenal hero Tony Adams is a man that I'm sure can find some positives from a loss to the champions of England. Here he is talking on Talk Sport. I was a little bit deflated and, uh, and disappointed. I don't know what he's been doing for the last five, six weeks. Come on, let's get on with it. You couldn't be more right tone. He should have had the league title completely wrapped up by now. I mean, he's played one whole game. A game against a team who won the league with over 100 points last season. Why is he not lifting the trophy? If anyone knows the value of instant impact, it is Tony Adams, a man who back in April 2017 took charge of Granada and promised, I'm going to kick some players' ass. before getting sacked a month later after seven games without a single win. Now that's impact. It wasn't just Adams sticking the boot into Arsenal either on Talk Sport. Former England boss Sam Allardyce had a go too. Not just content with having a pop at Arsenal, but any of those other stupid football managers who like to see the ball occasionally touch the turf inside the stadium. You know, you cannot just force the only way to play is this way in this country. We're getting obsessed with this yeah. stupid, you know, let's play out from the back, split the centre-halves, either side of the 18-yard box and go and play from there. Too right, Sam. The likes of Barcelona are never going to get anywhere just passing the ball back and forth, are they? 
What they really need is to get Big Kev Davis out of retirement and stick him up front instead of Messi. Now that's proper football. So it's the same old Arsenal, but it's all change at Newcastle. After seemingly a pretty inactive transfer window that failed to strengthen Rafa's troops, owner Mike Ashley is about to splash a great big wad of cash on a new player. A £90 million player, in fact. Money that he's spending to bring in Fraser. Now, I must admit, I don't know much about this player. I'm not sure I've even ever heard of him, but for that kind of cash... Yep. It's also Fraser, Jim. It's a department store, not a player called Fraser. Oh. So Mike Ashley's pockets might be bare when it comes to player recruitment, but he's rolling in dough when it comes to buying high street chains. Wolf sign Martinho, Liverpool get Allison, West Ham bag Anderson, and Newcastle get a shed load of Hilfiger sweatshirts and a lorry full of old warehouse handbags. It might well have upset some shirtless Magpies fans that their owner was spending money on anything other than a centre forward, but A, it's hard to argue that potentially saving 16,000 jobs is more worthy than Newcastle United's Premier League season. B, I don't think the fate of these 16,000 people mentioned in A would have ever crossed Ashley's mind. And C, if you think Rafa Benitez was getting a sniff of any of that money if it hadn't been spent elsewhere, then you're as deluded as Jack Wilshire seeing his move to West Ham as a route back into Gareth Southgate's plans. We should always dream, you know? We, we always have to have dreams. At least it's going to be entertaining to see if the sports direct owner can turn around the fortunes of another high street brand by giving away a load of giant mugs with the shop name on the side. In reality, and optimistically, it could be a shrewd footballing move for Ashley after all. Invest £90 million in the transfer market nowadays, you might get one or two decent players. Buy a high street chain with 16,000 employees? Odds are, at least three of them have to be better in midfield than Mo Diarmi. Farewell, football funny fans. That's the show wrapped up. I'll be back in a few days with another dose of football funny just like this. If you don't want to miss that, head over to ontheleftside.co.uk. That's our website. You'll find all the links there you need to subscribe to the show so we deliver it into your inbox or iTunes or Podbean as soon as it's ready. Plus, while you're there, have a look around, check out our YouTube channel, check out our social media and see what you like and see what you want to follow. We appreciate it. I'll see you later, Ashley haters. On the Left Side is written and produced by Ant McGinley and Jim Salverson.